Welcome to episode 37, Don Barella of a crazy little thing called Love. Britain is on a full lockdown, but people still continue to carry on with their normal lives. I've seen this happening. I just went shopping, went to get me uh, local stuff from Aldi. There's Aldi's putting a new thing now where they let a certain amount of shoppers in, keeping a two-meter gap between customers. Um, seems to work. It's <laughs> Didn't wait long, to be fair, outside. I did take a picture. I wasn't sure how long I was going to stand outside, but it was less than five minutes. So fair play to you, Aldi, for doing that and keeping us safe. There was stock in Aldi. Toilet rolls of anything. Plenty of toilet rolls now to back in. Yep, one or two things were missing. You know, antibacterial so and stuff like that. But I managed to get most of my weekly shopping, so that's sound as a pound. Um... Talking about soap, uh, as you all know, do work for the National Health Service. I'm the front line. Yeah, I'm part of the front line, but not in a general hospital. I work in a mental health hospital. Still front line, though. Still got patients who need care. You know what I mean? So look after them. Yeah, talking about the antibacterial soap. So at work now, like, because it's quite high secure place where I work, so you have to fob yourself in and stuff. Staff now have to wash their hands before they enter the building and they watch you wash your hands. <laughs> as in the guidance, as we've been taught, uh, 20 seconds, you know, the proper full palm to fingers, fingers to palms, over the top of your hands, between your fingers, on your toes, not your toes. <laughs> that would be weird, isn't it? If it was washing your toes as well. We've been doing that. And um, at first, like, you know, you think, yeah, man, this is all right. You know what I mean? It's part of, we're looking after ourselves, you know, we're following the guidance. But I tell you what, after three days of washing my hands constantly in and out, like even when you walk onto a different ward, you have to sh- wash your hands again. I can't feel my fingers anymore. <laughs> my skin. Yeah, I feel like my skin's peeling off, man. Like, I've got so many blisters um, on my fingers, so that's that's killing me. It's got to be done. Got to keep under control of this COVID-19. Oh, and another thing, uh, McDonald's, right, they, they've they closed down now. Like, a lot of the restaurants, Nando's, Starbucks, they're all shut in the UK. And I'm guessing everywhere else as well. But on, um, so the other day, McDonald's apparently were giving out free food for all NHS employees. Um, I obviously went down as <laughs> soon as I found out. Yep, I'm getting myself an egg cheese McMuffin and a latte with a hash brown. So I got that eventually and um, I thought, you know what, for dinner, I'm going to go there for dinner. So I went down on my break about half five and I couldn't believe there was queues like cars. Blo- there were so many cars, right? It was causing traffic jams everywhere. I mean, even ambulances were trying to get past. And I thought, is it because McDonald's are closing at 7 and that's it? Or is it all these people generally trying to get food because they work for the NHS? 
I mean, I was proper baffled. And apparently, it was like that everywhere. Like, every single McDonald had queues and queues of cars. And that's my phone. Don't know, it's probably a message. Another WhatsApp message of the coronavirus, probably. Um, anyway, yeah, so there was queues, man. I mean, like, people really going to miss McDonald's that much that they had to cause queues. It was ridiculous, man. I thought, I ain't waiting in this queue. I just did a quick U-turn. Not a lot's been going on, Rich, as you all know. Gigs are cancelled, so there's no gigs. Apart from, there are gigs online, actually. A few of my friends are doing uh, comedy nights online via YouTube, so live streaming. Uh, a friend of mine, John Pearson, he's put on a comedy gig, and he had three local comics from the West Midlands, and it was a good night, man. It was a, I, I, I went to the chip shop really quickly, got the chips, and... Um, Bought some cans. I mean, I've cut down on drinking. I bought some cans. I thought, let me sit down and watch this uh, comedy, online comedy. And and it got about, I think it hit about 150 viewers at one stage. And then it peaked at 100, which is still good. And he got a good bucket at the end. So people donated money towards it. And the comics got a good fair share out of it. I mean, it's been, what, nearly two weeks, three weeks now. I haven't done a gig. No, two weeks. My bad. It's been two weeks since I haven't done a gig, and I'm feeling it. Yep, I could do with getting back on the comedy circuit as well as other comedians, but they're pulling their hairs out. I mean, I go to work and come back, and that's it. But my family, like my kids and my missus, uh, she's stuck at home. She ain't been nowhere. She hasn't even left the house. They go in the garden, because the weather's been nice in England, if you're not in the UK. The weather's been really nice now. It's, It's starting to warm up. Hitting the 12, 13 degrees, which is like summer for us. <laughs> it's really nice. Uh, people are still out. People are still out, but not as much as they were before because of the old uh, lockdown. You know, Britain's on lockdown. I was out this morning. Not like out, out. I was on my drive. Washed and cleaned my car. Well, didn't wash it. Give it a quick Uber. Give it a quick uh, wipe down inside the dashboards and stuff so it looks proper shiny now so at least now my car's nice and clean when i do get to gig whenever that will be <laughs> god knows when oh, i don't know man so how's the homeschooling on for those of you who've got kids at home we've been struggling man i'll tell you the kids just don't want to know do they i can't blame them because i wish i was a kid again imagine having all that time off from school <laughs> i do feel sorry for the kids though you know, missing out on their education. Education's important. Don't start wagging school now afterwards once you all go back. I did that. Yep, I used to wag school. I do. I'm not proud of it now. You know, obviously it's had an effect on my education. <laughs> As you can tell from the podcast. Um, when I was at school, I used to, uh, we used to wag school, right? And we used to go to, um, we used to go to a shop. And his shop, they used to have like um, gaming machines, like arcade machines. So those days, it used to be like Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, Pac-Man, you know, all them type of games, the classic games. So we used to go there and we used to play um, the games. And then we used to end up going to one of my mate's house. Well, I'll say his house, it was his cousin's shop. <laughs> we used to go to his cousin's shop, yeah, and we used to steal cigarettes. And then when we were at school... My friend used to sell the cigarettes for 50p. (laughs) 50p 
50p to all the other kids, man. I never used to smoke. Nah, man, that's too young, man. I was quite good then. I just, nope, no smoking for me. So we used to make a quick buck then. <laughs> Another way we used to make money was, um, you know, those vending machines. The old vending machines, Coke machines, right? So what we used to do, if you tilt the vending machine back, like 30 degrees back, and let go, and then it will slam back down, and then a can, a can of Coke would pop out. <laughs> we used to do that at school. And um, we used to charge it to the kids all the first years. Yeah, pound. I think it was a pound then. Was it 50p as well? Yeah, man. We used to make quick bucks, man. We used to make quick bucks at school. I love a good little thing like that. I remember the days when we used to scan the phone boxes. So BT phone boxes, you could scan them. Scam them, should I say. And what you basically do, you get like a coat hanger, a metal one. And then you kind of like, straighten it out like you don't need much of a wire to turn it into like a straight wire and where the change used to fall out um you get the little metal bar and then you stick it on the right hand side of the flap of the coin flap where your change is supposed to come out so if you do that you put you leave it in there you put your money in the phone box and it used to register the pound but it would come straight back out <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the good days. I used to have a phone box on the end of my road. Man, I, I think I proper rinsed that phone box. So, BT, if you're listening, uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> that phone box got rinsed. Those, These were the days before mobiles come out, so you can imagine. I mean, you don't even see a pay phone box these days, do you? It was a proper one, red one, you know, the old British red phone boxes. So that was called a bubbly. That's what we used to call it. You got a bubbly, mate. People used to think chewing gum. Now I'm on about, you know, the uh, little metal bar wire. <laughs> Man, there was a lot of scams back in the days. Uh, a friend of mine told me that he used to scam and he used to get free gas. So apparently, like, you can't do it now, but your gas meter, if you turned it upside down, it basically lets the gas in somehow, but it doesn't turn the dial on the gas meter, so it doesn't clock it up. And my friend said to me, he had it on 24-7. <laughs> he said he had it like that for seven years, and he said once the gas man came, and uh, he said, I need to check your meter. He told him to wait because he said that there's people in the house. So he literally just turned it back as it was, like normal. And then he let the guy in. <laughs> Talking about guys, I need to see my uh, barber. My hair's getting really big now, so. <laughs> I mean, they're probably, they are, because I've checked already, they are, they are closed. Um, obviously, because they're not a necessity for um, the public. But this weird news story actually relates to um, my hairdresser, in a way. It's not him. But, you know, you'll get it. Anyway, should we do the weird news story? Because i got a weird news story. All right, let's do it. Here is today's weird news story. Hairdresser cuts holes in umbrella for arms and eyes as a barrier between clients. <laughs> so a hairdresser who adapted an umbrella 
used as a barrier, right, to separate himself from her clients, saw a bizarre invention and apparently it's gone viral after a clip of her work was shared more than 82,000 <laughs> times on Facebook. So, here we go. A hairdresser is determined not to down tools during the coronavirus pandemic has gone viral for her bizarre method to create a barrier. The stylist cut holes into an umbrella for arms and eyes, <laughs> allowing her to wear, to wear it while going about her appointment as usual. The protective measures also include a pair of disposable gloves as she continues to work at the Bella Rosa Salon <laughs> in Oss, Holland. Oh, Holland, you got a weird news story for once. One clip in which laughing can be heard in the background <laughs> includes the caption, this is not going well, as it went viral on social media. Oh, that is hilarious. So there is a picture of it, and it's basically, just imagine an umbrella tilted on its side. It's got two arms hanging out of it, and it's like, <laughs> two little eyes being cut out. That is funny. It looks like a modern version of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a ghost who's who's had a really bad diet, like he's just proper fat. That is wicked. So what's, what else is the story saying? The hairdresser was forced to cut an additional hole in a makeshift protective suit to thread another customer's eyebrows. <laughs> Two clips uploaded on social media left people in stitches as some praise the worker's inventive solution. One person commented, you have an invention for everything right, superwoman. Another replied, but bunch of lunatics. <laughs> so after Boris Johnson announced the coronavirus lockdown this week, experts have warned that brands and retailers that have closed their doors will never reopen. What? It's estimated 20,000 stores will be lost by the end of 2020. No way. A massive rise compared to the 4,547 that went out of business in 2019. Wow. So apparently it's it's not good. I mean, the weird news story is a weird news story. But at the end of it, it's basically saying that all these shops that are, you know, they're going to lose money, aren't they? And they're just going to... It's a shame. Going back to the weird news story, I reckon... She should have worn a diver's outfit. <laughs> you know, the old school one with the big helmet. <laughs> she should have worn that and cut the hair. That would have been wicked. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's been um, today's episode. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it. No stupid question today. Not going to do it. Can't be bothered. Um, yeah, guys, as always, keep supporting this podcast yeah show it to your friends show it to your enemies show it to the ones who don't have coronavirus and are trying to survive whilst they're being isolated and looking after their kids and being a teacher and being a mother and a father and providing bread and food on the table bread and butter on the table <laughs> all right i'm going forget it all right i'll see you later <laughs>